Hey everyone, this is Jason Sherman, CEO and co-founder of Instamore. And hey, this is Kristen LaSalle. I am the VP of Marketing and co-founder of Instamore. So today we have a really touchy subject. Uh, Kristen was stalked and almost killed by a guy she met online. And, you know, even though it's a really tough thing to talk about, Kristen, I really appreciate you opening up and letting our listeners know um, the pitfalls of using dating sites and other online sites and social sites and, you know, just basically how dangerous it is to give out your phone number online and and to meet people who you don't really know. Uh, you know, people think it's okay to swipe left and right, chat, and then meet a guy or a girl. You never know who these people are. You could be meeting Dexter or American Psycho or, you know, some crazy guy who's a serial killer. Um which is why, you know, we built Instamore so you don't have to give out your phone number or any information. You could just anonymously chat and phone call and video call. So instead of going over the story of how you met this guy and, uh, you know, uh, how you started dating, let's just fast forward to when you first realized um, this guy was a psycho and a stalker. There was um, definitely red flags before we even started hanging out he would hit me up all day long and he was very persistent and he was cocky and arrogant and he just gave me a very bad vibe at first i thought well maybe it's just me maybe i'm being too picky because i wasn't really into him but now looking back i should have saw that as something's not right i should have went with my gut and stuck to it and never talked to this man but instead, I almost got killed. And I hope that someone listening out there um, can take some of my advice and possibly not do some of the things that I did. It's a learning experience, and it's something that I'm just happy to be alive. Wow, Kristen, that's that's pretty powerful. Um, I, I remember when you first told me the story, you told me that not only did he you know, stalk you and follow you and harass you, but he went as far as going to your home and strangling you to almost death while your son was upstairs hiding in a closet. What was that like? Well, his attitude was if he can't have me, nobody can. Um, a couple days leading up to that incident, he was calling me. He At one point, he actually shot off a shotgun in the phone and then pretended he was his sister and that he had died because he committed suicide and that I should meet him at this park and talk like he had a note for me. So he went as far as pretending he was a female and killing himself a couple days before the incident. I thought this man is absolutely out of his mind and I was scared to death. One night, it was only seven o'clock at night. Then I think it was still sunny out, but the, you know, the sun was going down. He knocked on the door I opened it halfway and he barged right in. I, you know, like, go away, I was going to tell him. But he barged right in, started arguing, and he told me he was there to kill me. He said he told his family that he was coming to kill me. And I said, why? He goes, because I want you to die. He started punching himself in the face. He took off his shirt. He's 6'4". He was like 250 pounds. He's huge. He's a big guy. And he looks like the devil you know, red hair, mean eyes. He came, there was a blank look on his face. He was definitely there to kill me. He started beating on me, throwing me on the couch, suffocating me. He actually suffocated me, Jason. So to the point where my nose started bleeding because he was putting so much pressure down on my face 
that I couldn't breathe and his contact actually fell out at one point. This went on for a very long time. And all I could think about was my son was upstairs in the closet listening to his mother die. Because every once in a while I would scream for help and then he would beat me like even more, like throw me down because he didn't want me to get help. He wanted to kill me. And I, I thought to myself, this is the way I'm going to die. I'm not even gonna get to say goodbye to anyone. I'm just gonna die tonight. And this is really hard for me to talk about because every day I regret this because it's really hard because my son was upstairs in a closet and I'm his mother and I'm supposed to protect him and I couldn't because this man came in, he's trying to take my life and I was afraid if he took my life, then he's gonna go upstairs and he's gonna take my son's life because he hated everything about me. He wanted me dead. He wanted to destroy my life. He would send emails um, because I wouldn't be with him or talk to him. The emails were, I'm going to destroy your life. I'm going to make you lose your job. I'm going to have your child taken away. I'm going to kill your son's father. I'm going to harass your family, your friends. He just wanted everything destroyed, anything that had to do with me, anything that had my name on it. So he did, did he actually go near your family what did your family you know have to say about all this what did your son's father have to say about all this what did anyone do anything did your neighbors hear you screaming did they come help did you know what the police come i mean you know how did you get out of this how did you even get away from this guy well at one point i lost my last breath you know where you're just tapping out like i was gone i thought i was gone And I looked up one more time and his contact fell out because he was straining so hard, suffocating me, that his contact fell out. And he went to get it. He thought I was dead, so he left my lifeless body there. He turned around, went into my bathroom to put his contact back in, and I slipped from him and ran outside screaming. He walked to the door and he looked at me and he smirked with the most evil smirk that you would ever see and he started walking upstairs to my son's room. Then I screamed bloody murder and all the neighbors came running out that they had called the police. And he event- he just ran out of the house, got in his car, and they had to look for him that night. They he had to turn himself in eventually after like 5 hours. Because they had like they were on a chase to get this guy. I mean, he came into my house and he was going to harm me and my child. Wow, so there was an actual police chase and everything. So, from what I from what I know, you filed a restraining order against this guy and mm-hmm. um <clears throat> He went into a psychiatric ward for a while, and every day from that psychiatric ward, he would call me about 15 times a day. So they let these psychos inside the psychiatric ward call you. Do you know what that's like for a victim to get a phone call from someone that just tried to kill them? They let these people who are absolutely out of their mind use the phone. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I'm surprised they let people like that on the streets, especially after the neighbors hearing you scream and the police having to chase him down and knowing that he almost killed you. I mean, the fact that this guy is allowed to walk the streets and and do this to multiple women, from what I understand, he's done this many times to many different girls. um, That's right there completely insane. I don't even know how that's allowed. Um, And then you told me also that he sent um, some inappropriate photos of you to yougotposted.com or, you know, a site like that. And your employers at the time found the photos online and you lost your job because of him posting these photos online. Is that true? I actually got a message one day on the computer while I was at work and he said, do you still have your job? And he was going to and he sent me the inappropriate pictures 
And then I got a bunch of gifts at work. And everyone asked me, they kept coming into my office and saying, is it your birthday? And I said, no, why? Well, I go into the kitchen of my office and there was flowers, edible arrangements, balloons. It was absolutely insane, like a horror movie. Then I knew when you know everyone's doors were closing that something was wrong. A few days later, I did get laid off and they were just like, maybe you'll be better off somewhere else. You don't, you're not really a good fit anymore. You're very creative. Maybe you'll do something. You're a great person, but you just don't fit. I was there for two years. So that was really hard to handle. So now I lost my job. Now I was going to lose my house. And my son's father was like, you're not getting our child because there's a guy out on the loose trying to kill you. So you can't have your son. I had lost everything. I was absolutely depressed. I was in my room. I would lock the door. I had a pair of scissors under the bed, a bat, and a knife. And I would just look out the window, and I had a pit bull. I got a dog. And I would just cry, cry myself to sleep. Sometimes I wouldn't sleep because anytime I would hear something. And he would drive by the house. The neighbors would knock on my door and tell me that someone was lurking. I would get emails um, that he put poison in the grass to poison my dog, that he broke in my house, that he was outside of my mother's house. I would get hundreds of calls, um, 50 different email friendship requests on Facebook every day of different people, um, hate mail. And then I was getting mail from people all over the world saying, you have a really nice ass. Um, You've been posted. Hey, did you know this guy's talking all this stuff on you on the internet? It was insane. So I went. So so your employer saw that and and they they laid you off because they didn't want to have you associated with them because of these these nude photos. They never said that. But that's what. But that's what happened. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Yeah. So I mean, this guy not only killed, tried to kill you, um, threatened you, threatened your son, made you lose your job, almost made you lose your house, and now your your son's father. Didn't want you to have, you know, your son because of this 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 crazy guy in the loose. I mean, this is all because, you know, you you met this guy offline. You didn't know that he was going to be crazy, but he had your address. He had your phone number. He was able to basically track you down. Mm-hmm. And this is a story that is not only a true story, but it's a story to, you know, warn other women or men from potential stalkers out there who are you know meeting you off tinder and hinge and okcupid and plenty of fish and coffee meets bagel any other dating site out there where you have to give the person your phone number and you have to give the person your address and you have to give the person your email and your your facebook and your 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 skype id and all your basically your personal information you have to give it out and once you do you are no longer in control of what happens next and this is when I met Kristen. You know, I met Kristen when she, this, she was just had got done going through all this. And I told her what my idea for my app was and how it would protect her from this in the future. And uh, for two years now, we've been doing this. And, and women are finally seeing there is, there is an option. There is a, a solution to, to harassment and, and stalking and, and even worse, um, you know, restraining orders, for God's sake. So... I like to talk about some of that with you, Jason, some of the troubles with being a victim. I thought that this man had ruined my life, and he ruined a lot of my life through the Internet. Because when I went to go get another job, they would look your name up, and the first thing that would come up was the things that he was posting. And this was very embarrassing. And anyone that's had this done to them, 
now you're like, you're a victim, but you're treated like it's your own fault. And people are laughing at you and your reputation is ruined. And then these websites tell you, well, if you pay us $1,000, we'll take this down. So now you're blackmailed. It's totally illegal. So the attorney general of Pennsylvania was told by the investigators that I had gone to from Montgomery County that this was going on. This man's trying to kill me and he's using, you know, the Internet to sabotage me. Um, A couple of weeks later, the whole site was taken down. And I think the guy got like 18 years in jail. Yeah, he did. It was 18 years. He's going to be serving in jail for exploiting and extorting women out of the money. I mean, it's kind Mm -hmm. of a crappy situation where you're not only posting their photos but then charging them money to take them down that's that's illegal obviously i actually went to a lawyer during this time and he told me after hearing my story that he's never heard something so horrific he wanted me to change my name and move to another state but the amount of uh, legal fees was like fifteen thousand dollars and i didn't have it so i'm like okay now i don't have a job I'm losing my house. I don't have my kid and I have to change my name all because one guy couldn't have me and he was a psychopath. He stalked his ex-girlfriend, one ex-girlfriend. Her father was a police officer and I think he lost his job over it. Another ex-girlfriend isn't even alive. We don't know why, but this is all the stuff the police had told me after investigating him. They raided his house during this period. Um, They found tons of cell phone evidence, computer evidence. They even took his parents' cell phones that he was stalking not just me, but other females. And he was a sociopath, and he's not going to stop, and he's still out there. Um, You go to court to get a restraining order, but they can't find him, so they can't serve him. So what they do is they tell the victim, well, because he's not here and he didn't show up, we can't give you your restraining order. So... It's really like, wow, like, do they really look out for the victims sometimes? I don't know. Wow, that's really messed up. And uh, Kristen, I really appreciate you opening up. And mm-hmm. I know it's a really tough subject to talk about, but you're you're basically helping other women avoid the pitfalls of, of you know, stalkers on online dating sites and trying to help people avoid what could be a really bad situation. So, mm-hmm. you know, your pain and your stress and frustration and anguish is is turning into a positive thing because now women out there can truly avoid this happening to them by you know using something that you built so i mean you know you took this horrible situation and turned it into a really positive platform for people to be safe and secure and uh please take our survey to let us know what you think of Kristen and i's creation um, survey.instamore.com uh, it's a really short survey it gives you a video and some questions and don't forget to read uh, our posts on our blog Kristen and I and Kira mm-hmm. and Renee and a few others have written some really great posts about being safe online and what online dating has to offer and the, the, the negatives mm-hmm. and the positives at blog.instamore.com uh, once again thanks for listening hopefully um, this reached out to the hearts of many people who mm-hmm. really feel the pain and and uh, hopefully you'll avoid having this happen to you by using Instamore. Thanks Thank for listening. You,